When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. Now, I wanted to remind you of this. Monsonandbrothers.com. It's an apothecary. Beard oils, balms, body wash, soap, candles, mosquito repellent, state bird of Alabama and Mississippi. Alabama, it's not the yellow hammer, it's the mosquito. So we got a mosquito repellent that will beat that uh, state bird off of you. Humidity is a, uh, it's a thing that well, it's really the only thing that likes to stick around. Well, we got some charcoal-infused soap that will literally pull the Alabama and Mississippi out of you. And to back that up, we got some oil-based soap that will rehydrate the skin. You know my spill on the beard oil and bombs. And anytime I'm having struggles with my sales pitches, there's a little voice inside my head that says, Stop embarrassing yourself. And most of the time, that's not a voice in my head it's an actual voice and i hear it now so i'm gonna stop but that key word is porch talk all caps no space one more time porch talk all caps no space that is 25 percent off your entire purchase if you have not tried munson and brother products out give it a shot 25 percent off that purchase so get you some mosquito repellent whether you like camping or grilling out with friends or whatever you're doing outside and you you just can't seem to keep those mosquitoes away. Give the mosquito repellent a try. So, also with the kids, keep them from getting carried off by the state bird. What a tragedy that would be. It's also good for the kids. We're going to start this episode off with some music. Brad Armstrong, off his album, I Got No Place Remembers Me. A song called, He Comes Around. Getting it. <laughs>
Welcome you. Hey, I'm on the internet. What's up? Wow. To another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. And tonight we're doing a throwback. It's almost a year, if you would flash it forward a week from today, that we recorded the third episode of Porch Talk. False start on everyone. That so. Guy. We are bringing Brother Cobb back in, but we also have Brother Tweet. What's up, what's up? Graduated school with Tweet. No, 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 that's not a proper introduction for a guest. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the hongjur of movie reviews, (laughs) a.k.a. seven inches, maybe nine, I don't know. But here we go, the one and only JT. Brother Tweet! He's absolutely right. I did not (laughs) nail the intro. And so, today, we went and saw scary stories to tell in the dark. We did not know that Brother Tweet would be there. Didn't know he was there. Till we got up to leave. Two rows down. Having a good time. Popping a wheelie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Props to your wife, because like first question out of the movie theater 
was uh did uh did y'all read the book or why'd you want to be here the books it was series she had read the books yes. so they could have sequels read them all that wasn't all the stories was it in the mm-hmm. books uh we could have sequels alan Oh, but I mean, just think about the way that, uh, like, and this is a thing, since we're starting the episode like this, is I don't want to do spoilers, but just think about um, if they were to decide, what if they spent the second movie with trying to figure out how to get Friends Lost out? Mmm, interesting, in that other world. And better yet, I want to stop, I want to stop, yeah, I want to stop, stop the Stop the train. Shut it down. Shut this thing down just for mm. a second. One to one hundred. Lance Arms. Ratings. Thrash, are you uh, familiar? Tweet, are you familiar with the Lance Arms? Mm-mm. It's a or it's the porch talk rating system. It's the porch talk so, rating system. It can mean one feet. to hundred. It can mean uh rating, how good a movie is, it can be how tall you are, it can be how big your shoe is, it can be how much you weigh. Lance Arms, one out of a hundred, rate this movie. Mm, 73. Ooh, a C minus. C minus. He hated this movie. No, I mean, I actually liked it. It was just. I think you're confused with your Lance Arms. They're still just regular arms, one at a time. <laughs> so, it's a, it's, a, it's a great system, man. It's just. Hey, great system. It's one out of a hundred. A, B, C. He's stuck at 73. Yeah, probably send me three. All right. I just had different expectations going into it. All right, we'll get into I, that I in no just a second. All right, Cobb, give me a rating. Ooh, I'm going to give this a 92. 92. He's saying that it is certified fresh. I think it's certified Lance Arms. Tight. All right, so my rating, 88. 88. That may be your lowest and my highest for this movie. Out of the ones we've seen. B plus, man. <clears throat> B plus. Right. Look, look, I'll tell you what I liked about the movie. It was sexy. You know what was most sexy? The length. Hour and 41 minutes, I think. Short movie. Mm-hmm. I don't like being holed up in the theater for two hours. That's sexy. Number two is I liked, um, even though that, this is not a spoiler, by the way, that most of what was going to happen was being told to you before it happened, mm-hmm. with the exception of later, is um, there was a thrill value because we never got bored because there was always a new villain yeah. or a new killer, and there was always a new victim. Yeah. And like with the exception of the beginning, I mean, think about the places that we visited. Where did we start? Well, story number one was in a cornfield. I mean... Who ha, have you not ever had this Harold? fantasy of being like on a, out on a dirt road, just off in nowhere? Maybe it's a gravel pit. Maybe it's a cornfield. It's just you and a girl, and um, there you are. And then just something spooky as crap happens, and you're having to deal. Have you not ever had that just like in the back of your mind while you were out? Mm-hmm. My number one fantasy like that is always me just driving down like a lonely county road about eleven at night, and just a. Uh, 80-year-old man, butt-naked, covered in blood, crossing the road. Would you let it go, or would you pick him up? I would fly past him. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think I have to agree. I'd be more spooked out over an 80-year-old woman than I would a man. It's just some old people going to look covered in blood. Throw that in there. No. I'll tell you this. 
I think if he wouldn't covered in blood, something I'd crazy walk. about Starkville, like as a as I'm getting used to the city, Hell and state, like I don't know about all that, but <laughs> um, so there's this house in Starkville where a two women were raped. Mm. Now, the ages are ridiculous. Eighty and ninety-five. Wow. And then the guy got away for a time, and then it was found out on like. Um, Ancestry.com's type stuff. That, what do and you that, call that, 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 and that house is still lived in today. I wonder if like the people that live there are like <clears throat> are aware of what happened, you know? Well, side note about Ancestry.com. It's the government's way of trying to get everybody's DNA. Yeah. Gotta speak up. Wouldn't really argue with that. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a good way. It's a low-key what front. Was that, what was that app a month ago? everybody's DNA. Was that app a month ago where people wanted to look old? That was for Russia. That was for Russia. Yeah, the the face app where like it would make you look like an old man or an old woman if you took your picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, I don't don't really participate with that stuff. No, I'm conscientious of that. Yeah, but like JC, we graduated with him. Mm -hmm. He done an ancestry dot com, and like he lives in South Carolina now. And, like, he found, like, heritage in South Carolina, like, maybe two hours away from where he's living now. Hmm. And it was the craziest story. Like, of, like, trying to fit all the pieces together. And, like, they can pull you up a lineage. Oh, yeah. It's pretty neat. But, like you say, is it worth the cost? Yeah. And I'm all wrong. I mean, what do you think that'll mean? You got Irish in you. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing about it. It's like, so you have the heritage. I mean, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Is it... Like, I think, like, the main thing with, like, the face app was, like, that was Russia or however you want to pull the scandal. was like, they wanted their actual what if face. What into a bunch of money? Well, I mean... Oh, we couldn't find this guy. If you get your DNA in the long run, uh, if you get your DNA now in the long run, if you ever commit a crime or, uh, you know... Uh, a rape or something other like yeah, that. Yeah, he leaves some. They get, they get all Jeezy boys behind. Piece it, piece it together and link it to you if they have. Wouldn't that. they do at the very beginning of your birth? They have your DNA there. Uh, yeah, I guess. But you know, at birth, you you don't actually own your name. The government owns it. That's why you get a social security number. I tell you what, something crazy. Like you want you want to go off into the deep end just for a second, like just with vehicles. It's like let's, big let's, yeah, let's say that uh, you bought a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were to pay it in full, you would get the title, but you wouldn't get the birth of origin of the vehicle. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind like, of the same like way technically, with actually technically, humans. if you want to get down right to it. You own a title to mm-hmm. the vehicle. You don't actually own the vehicle. Yeah. You don't have... That's the same thing with a birth certificate. You don't have the birth certificate of the truck. Yeah. That's wild, man. Mm-hmm. That's wild to think about. Now, let's move back to the movie. Yeah. Now... Get sidetracked. Um, without spoiling it, like, thoughts. We've all rated it with Lance Arms. Like, what well, was my, my rating? What, what, let me explain what was cool. my rating real quick. Go for it. My rating is, like I said, uh, it didn't quite meet my expectations because I had different ones. But I ain't saying it was a bad movie. I ain't saying necessarily it was a C-grade movie. It was good to see one time, but I don't know necessarily that was I would it go fun? back to a, a theater and pay to see it again. Was it fun? Yeah, I mean, it was an enjoyable movie. 
I mean, I ain't, I ain't hating Did you get on bored? It. Was there no, ever a time I mean, where you was, was like, I wish it would end? No, I mean, it always left you, you know, kind of. There was quite more. a bit of suspense. Yeah. No, like I said, I ain't, I ain't trying to hate on it or nothing, but I just wouldn't pay to go back and see it again in the theater. Now, if it come out in DVD around a red box somewhere for, you know, three or four dollars, I'd Let me ask you I'd this, would you own it? Him that red box game like me. Yeah. Swear by my movies. When I could buy it for five ninety nine, I would own it. Now, when it's it worth six dollars to you, yeah, it's, it's worth, worth twenty dollars. I, I would, me. I wouldn't go to Walmart and pay twenty dollars for it. What do you think is the replay value of the movie? Do you, do you think, think you would awesome. en- do you think it, you would enjoy it just as much as the first time you saw mm-hmm. it? Probably so. I think I would too, and I think like for an annual sitting. I, I love this movie, man. All right, so let's let's hop over there to you, Kyle. I'm over here with the 93 Lance Armstrong. That's how strong I am. But uh, I just like I'm 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 a child of the 80s, man. And they had the 80s vibe, Stranger Things going on, like like a 86. I guess it's any. Era. And it I was actually like based in like late 60s. It was yeah. like 68. Mm-hmm. I know it's just like. And like the it's houses, kinda, the neighborhood, the cars. I can tell it, was it all, looked like it was shot in a studio and not like on scene of a regular real town. Like the lighting and stuff. To get all geeky with you. That's what it looked like to me, you know what I mean? It's kinda campy looking. It is. Let's get campy. Campy, yeah. It has the feel. Yeah, and I like the, all the it's fast paced with stories. All the book let me tell you this, like another thing that I really enjoy while I'd give it a, it's fairly high, it's a B plus, is like um, 87 Lance Arm sitting here, is the fact that they hit, like, think about American Horror Story, is they really paid attention to like places that really freak you out along the way. Mm-hmm. So number one, we had like yeah. a cornfield, like being stuck out in the country. Mm-hmm. And you think like Nebraska, Iowa. I mean, you could think here, but cornfields are common, but not as common as like huge cornfields. Yeah, that's like farming so, states. Yeah, that's like a Jeepers Creepers, and you know that is, that is something that is like on people's minds as far as being like creeped out by cornfields, scarecrows. It's freaky. Yeah. You have the corn mazes every year around Halloween. And then exactly, and then like number two, where do we find ourselves? Well, well. We're in a house, our own house, and there's some weird things going on. You see what I'm saying? We got the creepy old house. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's just started all off. Mm. And then, like, number three, like, moving on, like, you got a hospital involved. Uh, you have, like, hallucinations Big involved. Toe. Pretty much. You you cover Everything like that you hate you co- yeah you even cover dreams because the guy was like dreaming about what was gonna happen mm-hmm. and like just to like I'm not spoiling anything for you but like this movie was high quality because it had like a Twilight Zone feature to it to where it was like section off and even at the beginning like the book which is what it's based all around Sarah would yeah. you let go of the rage that's the funniest yeah. part and so at the end. <clears throat> spoiler nope. No, it's, it's not really a spoiler. No, but, not that one line. But uh, that 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 was part of it, and it was you got to hear what was going to happen before for some, and you didn't for the others, and you still enjoyed the ride. Like it was really well produced, and I I thought it had plenty of jump thrills, and it was a proper movie. It wasn't too childish. 
PG thirteen. I was, I was thinking. Could that, you? That was part of my expectation. It was going to be kind of childish, I but liked I, I it give like it that. that. It wasn't too childish. Could you imagine it being rated was, R? Yeah. I don't want it rated R. I kind of like it because it's like a movie I watched in my childhood. That's why I say it's like kind of campy and throwbackish. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I liked it. I'm glad there was kids and it was PG thirteen. Side note, Side the American note. Horror Story. Oh, you seen the new preview? I, I, after the first second season, I kind of lost track of it because mm-hmm. it's this and that. But anyhow, I'm, I got high expectations for the new season because I'm a Friday the Thirteenth fan. Me too. And they're 1984. Taking, they're taking the scheme of Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, uh, Camp Crystal Lake. It ain't actually that, Camp Crystal Lake. It's just the river. No, 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 I'm just saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like it ain't Jason, but it's yeah. a mass killer because oh, yeah. that looks the awesome. The girl out there in the in the canoe. You uh, know, I, I forget what what movie I love it was American in the series. But the girl was out there in the lake in the canoe trying to get away from everything, and all of a sudden he just pops up as a yeah. Uh, I got high expectations for this season. It's me like that, man. Wow. Yeah, it's called American yeah, I mean, Horror Story 1984. Yes, it's gonna be high it's gonna be dope. Let's. Is there anything else to add or subtract about the movie? It's like I think like we kind of covered. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. I got kind of a. I'm I'm an uh, original It fan over the new It, although they're coming out with a second one. I love the um, It remake. I, I love the I, remake, man. They're more I based feel like on the this books. movie fits in with the same. Same kind of it factor. Kind of dem- demonic presence the over the yeah, town. Yeah, the new one. That's the way the is books that, were. Is that what she was like? A demonic presence just over that specific town? Well, just kind of the the scary factor of it. It's kind of like a jump? Mm, kind of. Uh, I don't know how to explain it necessarily. I, I just feel like if you've seen it, Cause you expect- you'll get the same kind of the feeling. In this movie. Is it like the cinematic feel, like to where, like you know, the horror music? Yeah, and there's kind a pause, of, kind of, yeah. and then you know something's gonna come, and then, yeah, boom. Or is it Pennywise looks so cool that it don't scare you? I don't. No, <laughs> I, I think he was cheesy like, over the top in the remake. I love. It. Oh it's man, more, I thought it was perfect, man. Yeah, I like the original. It's more, he was more. To me, the original it was more hardcore. Yeah, it was but the original human, it, this new humanized. it's more based on Stephen King's actual book yeah, than like, the old one. Like, I, uh, like so apparently they're, really, they're like killing it. Yeah, yeah. but the original it's supposed it, to turn to into me, a spider. Supposedly, I can in the book. see it being a legit scare versus the new it. Yeah, like, like I said, but what do you know about it? Like, because it's a it's a demon, and I felt like the original it that do you know do you humanized. know do you know that was made for TV. Yeah, that wasn't even it was a mini series. Mm-hmm. It's like Hatfields and McCoys. Like, yeah. I don't think that they tried to capture like the demonic presence of it. Like it was meant not to be a clown as much as it was. It's a shape shifting yeah. demon. It's a shape shifting demon, and I feel like the remake captured that. Yes, it, better. It, it did capture the demon part of it, but in a real life scenario, I'd be more scared of the original it than I would be. The remake. Oh, it's the horror factor for you. Yes. It's the believability. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I get that. And to to give a throwback, think about this. There's this, um, there's a Stephen King film. 
Do you know the name of it? It was played over at my house. My dad was like, put it was scary. Duel. Duel. We done talked about like, this would be the third time we talked about that. Dude, I love that, that movie. Stephen King. It was a movie that came it's on. It's a movie when I was called a kid. Duel, man. It's based in like the 80s where like 18 wheelers would come mm-hmm. to life and torment. With the clan on the front? No, yeah. that's it. No, that's that, not Duel. That's uh, oh, Maximal that's, Overdrive. Yeah, that's Maximal that, Overdrive. That's Stephen King, too, but this yes. is another Stephen King. It's Duel's it. just a. Let him describe this. This is even dumber than that. Yeah. Duel's like, just dumb. a guy who's making like. A long trip or something in his little station wagon. He's like a traveling. And he's station. driving. Yeah, yeah, he's that, like driving mm-hmm. through the desert in like Arizona or something, and his diesel. It's yeah, hardcore diesel. It's a, just it's like a, it's a flat nose diesel. Yeah, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he he stalks him like the whole time in his diesel. And he's like, "What's this guy's problem? Why does he keep following me? You know, I'm gonna pull into this restaurant, this diner right here. Yeah. Oh, he's stopping." But he's just sitting there in his truck. Uh, it's, it's, it's sweet on me. It's the whole movie's uh, that, man. Yeah. I, I know which one you're talking about. But That's Max, garbage. Maximum it was not garbage in got, 1991 uh, when no, you it, went it to your was all, It was awesome when I was a kid. I ain't going to lie. See, I, did, I had... I don't... Yeah, and that may be the thing. Like, it was cool when we was kids, but... It, it we didn't stuck. have Netflix, man. It don't stand the test of time. Like, you can look at it now and laugh as being older. It's like, dude, there are... Plenty of things I'm you could have done to avoid again. this. I'm going to leave it in. Every I'm time I see Maximum Overdrive, though, I watch it. I never watched that. Because the, really. the iconic clown on the front of that Peter Bill. That reminds you of it? No, 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 not no, it. it the movie. It just, when I see that green clown, because it's kind of a... It's kind of it's a, a goblin-looking dude. A fair-type clown. Yeah. Almost like a horrorhouse-type clown yeah. that you see on, on the outside of the like all that shit. Yeah. Anyhow, it just makes me think of it. Gotcha. It's got it makes uh, me think of Emilio Goblin. Estevez in it, or whatever you pronounce his name. Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Oh, that's close. Yeah. Balls deep in this bitch. All the way. Now, moving on. We are done with scary stories to tell in the dark. Where to go from here? Where's my big toe? Where to Scary go from movies here? that left an impression on okay. through the years. From Stranger. childhood to now. Let's hear it, sweet. Let's hear it, sweet. My I'm gonna I'm gonna come at what, you. What did some give you nightmares? It's like Mama can't sleep in you. I'll tell you what gave me nightmares. Jeepers creepers. For real. What gave me nightmares when I was little? I, I don't know, like eleven or thirteen, I don't know. It's crazy. What gave me nightmares when I was little? And it's no bullshit. I had to look at the I got of the release. Two older sisters, but they ain't they ain't much older than I am. Seventeen, just two to three years. Was Chucky? Chucky mess with you? They had I I forget what they're called, but they're like life dolls of but, Chucky. No, no, no. They didn't have life dolls of Chucky. But at that, I mean, how old was it when Chucky come out? Like, we were young. Seven, eight like years 89 old. or something? That we weren't even born. Like okay. you, were, you were watching remakes. Yeah. All you right. was watching when but it was still, on cable. When, when I first got old enough to actually realize, you know, hey, what's going on? And then, well, first off, let me rewind that. When I, when I was a kid, like little bitty kid, my room was nothing but clowns. So I'm not a big fan of clowns. Oh my lord! <laughs> yes, and then Chucky come out. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I say come out. You know, I like I said, I finally got old enough to realize, you know, hey. Chunky's the thing. It was yeah. cable. Which one was yeah. it? Was it the first one? Was yeah. It Chunky was, one. Well, I mean, they didn't have but like two or three back then. Like, I don't mean but, to interrupt you. I don't mean to interrupt you right quick, but like, what was the one, like the third one where it's like little kids in a boot camp, like army? Yeah, something like that. That was like my favorite one. It was just fun. I watched. I can... love you, y'all. You know how many Chucky's I've watched? Zero. One and Chucky's Bride. And Chucky's bo- Bride wouldn't. Share. And I both thought that they were just garbage. Chucky one is good. Like I, I, I wish I would. Like that's what I'm trying to hear from you right now. So go ahead. But like, I just like when I, I heard saw new when I saw good. it, I was like, Ugh. well, when I when saw did you it, see like it when you was fifteen, yeah, I was yeah. yeah. See, so, I was like seven or eight. And exactly. My so I want to hear my this. My sisters had like, and they were probably screwing with you. Yeah, I mean, Chuck, Chucky, you know, he's a, uh, I don't know, uh, what you'd call him, like a, you know, you have like a quarter size doll, you have life size dolls, you have an eighth or whatever, you know, he's like. 24 inches tall or some yeah, shit. Yeah, a little yeah. foot. Yeah. All right. Well, they have, like, legit... He's good on the mic, though. Legit, valuable, mm. you know, high-dollar dolls that are, like, 24-inch dolls. And when you say eight years old and you sit shit on TV, you know, somebody starts fucking with you. Hi, Josh. Want to yeah. play? Yeah, some stupid shit like that. I ain't gonna lie. I had, some, I had some nightmares about it. But, you know, a year or two later, when I got old enough to realize, hey... It's some fake I can bullshit on TV. Strong you know. kick him to the dome. Yeah, dude, I am. Dude, I was fifteen, I think, like when I saw for Jeepers Creepers for the first time, and I was riding dirt roads and had all them cornfields and saw that. Like, uh, it's I was creepy sca- too. I was skeptical, man. I, I'm so much Jeepers, older. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers, it, it messed with me. Like. I always had a lot of fun with like uh, Jason Voorhees or uh, Jason I, Voorhees. I love Jason, man. That's and, my uh, all-time favorite. And classic I've, I've had a lot of fun with Michael Myers. Yeah, Michael Myers, my favorite one. Uh, Freddy's, Freddy's, I like Freddy. Like it always. Freddy's good on the mic. I, I went. It always gets a little too far out for me. Freddy is Halloween one time with his his hands or his hands. His Freddy. Hand. Freddy, where he pulled the dude's. Uh, Veins out and used him as like a puppet master. Yeah, uh-huh. made him walk in the psychiatric place. Yeah, yeah. This shit's true though. Like dream, dream mares or whatever. It's a documentary on Netflix. Yeah, what's it? Folks actually have that's a sc- that that's scary. Yeah, because people suffer from that. I forgot that's what, what it's, it's like. So I mean, not so much of horror as so far much from reality. Well, every There's every tale like dream as world far as real it may world, be, and they can't wake up. Every tale, the horror, fantasy, whatever you want to call it, as far as it right or left it may be, has some kind of basis off of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's called The Nightmare, by the way. You've seen it, ain't you? The what? The Netflix documentary about some people that suffer from that disease where they, like, yeah. can't wake up and they're mm-hmm. in a nightmare, but they're still, like, kind of conscious of what's going on yeah. and they're still I've, in I've a been, nightmare. I, I've, I've had dreams like that before. Dude, I've had dreams like that. Look, check this out. And now, a flashback to a previous episode of Porch Talk called Buy the Ticket, Take the Ride. Alexa. Yes. Play that trippin', trippy 
Porch Talk episode. Play. Okay, brother. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Let me tell you something about that Porch Talk right there. It's gonna run wild all over you. It's the madness in the ends. Oh, I gotta say, it was the first time that I got to listening in my ears. And I felt the beats on my eardrums and it went, ooh, 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 yeah. It was pulsating through my body. I could feel it coming and it was rising like a volcano. I just loved it so much. Oh, it took me to another galaxy, brother. And now... A scene from Disaster Artist. So, why you bring me here, Greg? Same partner? That joke? No, not at all. Then what, Greg? I'll see Point. Okay, um... Alright, listen, when, uh... When, when I'm on... Get up on stage in front of people... It's like... All I can think about is, uh... What if they laugh at me or if I embarrass myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you man, you're like fearless, and I just I, I want to feel that too. I just I want I want that. Okay. okay? I I want what you have, and I I I figured I could learn something from you. That's that's it. Oh, all right, yeah. Let's let's do scene. Uh, you you wanna you wanna do a scene here? Are you not dedicated actor? I, I'm dedicated. I, I just there, you know. There's people eating. I, I just I don't care about these people. Come on, you have to do it. Uh, okay, yeah. I play the man, the lightning rod man, and you play this other one with the Z. Uh, Sakurai, Sakurai, yeah. Okay. Good day, sir. Uh, good day. Come on. You have to be louder. Tommy, it's, it's just... Don't I, worry about these people. It's only you. It's only me. Project. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Good day, sir. Uh, okay, um... Don't be weird. I'm just... Just don't... Just do it? I'm sorry. Uh, uh have I the honor of visit? From the, the illustrious God, Jupiter, Taunus. Okay, that's good. Keep going. It's great. Uh, uh, so stood, stood he in the Greek statue of old, grasping the lightning bolt? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you be he... What he what, do it? What he do it? Uh, his viceroy. I, I have to... Okay. Uh, uh, okay, that's good. I have to thank... You for the noble storm you have brewed among our mountains. Okay, that's great. Now we're on mountain, and the, the rain is pouring, wind going, and the lightning, everything. Okay, a very far ride. I dare say, and one of these particular precautions of yours. Close your eyes, shoulder. The slanting rain. Be through. Come on! Come on! Alright, uh, mountaintop. Mountaintop! Right now! It's rain! We ain't going! Are you mad? Uh, you. you. 
No, you not that. Uh, yawn, yawn. Iron bar is a swift conductor. Pray, touch the bell. Pull there. Oh, oh, are you frantic? Are you frantic? Never touch bell wire in a thunderstorm. Oh, oh ah. Nor a bell of any sort. Wow. How this guy, wow. I would dream it. And, like, the location would be so familiar, mm-hmm. it would almost feel like it was what I had done yesterday. And I would yeah, wake like up deja and, vu. and kind of walking around being like, yeah, that totally happened. Yeah, like de- deja, yeah, deja vu. You know what I'm I've saying? I've had that happen before. One so, time. like, that, that's why, like, Freddy, like, uh, that, that kind of holds a special place. But then again, like, it's, it kind of falls with the Jason and Michael and Freddy. Like, they all kind of fall in the same line of horror. Yeah. It was great horror. It was good slasher. Mm-hmm. For the time period, and I think it still is fun today. Yeah, I'm not trying to take anything away from that. Yeah, it's anyway, almost cheesy to watch today. It is, it is, it, but like it's fun though. Yeah, but with dreaming, it's enjoyable. But with dreaming with Freddie, it's so real. Like, I've had so many dreams to where it was like, dude, I've seen this. Yeah, I've you had nightmares with Jeepy Creepers in it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I had a nightmare. My nightmares are like Dateline. This is a little off hey, subject. It's like real stuff. But it's still horror, almost, in a sense. I had a nightmare one time, and it stands out most in my mind more than any. Because everybody has nightmares from time to time. But this particular one felt like it was so real. Long story short, my nightmare, I was uh, protecting someone. I ain't going to call no names. But I was protecting was them. And uh, uh, in my room, in my old room, I had a a light that stood up that was probably six, seven foot tall. Yeah. But it, it was just a, a single pole light, but it had two or three lights coming off of it, kind of like a What'd you uh, say about old a, hat a rack lance looking. arm and a half long, kind of curving? Yeah. No, I mean, it was straight. It was kind of like an old hat or, you couldn't or bend the arms, coat rack the or something other you see in like, you know, the older, older movies and stuff. How many bulbs stuff? does this lamp have on it? Seven. It had five or six, no joke. Okay. I, I bet, they, I bet I those bulbs bend. But anyhow. You could bend them. It went, it went up. Yeah, it was just, a, it went up, it was just straight. And it had arms. several different lights coming off of yeah. it. I had the okay. same thing. Man. Well, my dream, you know, the person was behind me. I was, you know, protecting this bullshit and this and that. Well, I woke up from my dream. And when I did, the light fixture was the first thing I saw. And I got hats and shit on it. And in my mind, like when I first saw it, it registered as that person, because I woke up like Violet. immediately. And when I did, I, I that light fixture didn't have a chance. Like I, I immediately jumped out of bed and was like, going to town on this shit. <laughs> I had um, I had this and that, that stands out in my mind more than anything. I wouldn't be like 16, 17 years old, and I don't know why in the hell I dreamed it, or anything like that. It just you know, it was random, random. You ever had one of those dreams where it's like, you're dreaming. You're in bed and you're dreaming. But like the dream becomes reality and you getting up and starting the day. Yeah. Then you wake up and like, was that yesterday? I've already done it. Yeah. That's where you're <laughs> you ever wake up for work on Saturday and be like, I got to get up and go and be like, oh, yeah. wait, it's Saturday. Yeah. It's that where you're like dream half asleep, was just half a regular conscious. day. Yeah. Like half asleep, half conscious at the same time. And no, it's just a dream where it's like a basic day. You're like, did I dream that? 
Have y'all ever woke up from a dream? Went on about you, you know, whatever. Went back to sleep. And dreamed and the continuous part yes, of the dream. I yes. did I did more times of trying to go back to sleep to continue the dream. I have recontinued a dream. Now, I ain't saying that. It's know, rare to me. Day and that's what I'm telling you. It's like but sometimes five to 20 minutes of having the dream and waking up oh, and yeah. falling back to sleep. And you want to continue, continue, like finish the story. And yeah. I always like sit there and go force it too hard. So I'm like, go back to sleep. Those dreams are wild. Yeah, they are. I've had blackouts too, like you're talking about. Like, damn, you know, do something. Like, say, for instance, I was here tonight doing this. Yeah. And... All of a sudden, I wake up. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning to go to work at where I live, and I try to think back. It's like, fuck, how how did I get to the house? What happened last night? Anything like that? Then all of a sudden, you know, I I come come to this house, or I do a certain thing, and then like certain certain thoughts or images, or you know, something something along that line come. Ain't that wild? Yeah, as you get older. Yeah. It's like uh, it's almost book. it's almost as yeah. I mean, I, I keep journals and dream journals as well. Yeah, like, I have a dream book several, for like snakes. Just to keep things you know, straight. You know, like snakes and mean something. I done that for a while. Do you remember that? Like in my Ford Ranger, I had a dream catcher. Actually, a lot of folks don't put you know much stock into it. But being that, speaking of heritage earlier, um, being that I'm part Cherokee. It's always been a part of my life. So, I, you know, I put a little bit of stock into it. Whether it does or not, I don't know. But I've always had one. Okay. So it's, it's... I never had one. I used to make them when I was a kid because Diddy did too when he was driving a truck. But anyhow... What was you store them? Hmm? By the bed? Store them well, everywhere. I mean, just remotely close to the bed. Like, Diddy... Daddy had them on his rear view mirror in the big truck, and he also That's why had, I kept mine on my rear view. had uh, small ones on his boots. Better time to dream the, when you're driving. The big truck. Well, I Daddy, slip a lot see, in my truck. <laughs> times have changed big time. Daddy used to drive in the, in the 80s and 90s, and back then... Over uh, the top. You had to... Yeah, kind of like that. But, you know, uh, law required you to keep a logbook, and that, that yeah. kept up with... The time of you driving, where yeah. you coming from, where you going to, yeah, because it was like only that. legal to drive for so long without resting. Right, you can't but drive two days with it straight. being paper, you can uh, you can uh, go around it more or less. And Daddy used to drive shit sun up, sun down, just to get to where he was going to get back. Because I mean, he had a family to come back to, and uh, anyhow, there was there was ways of getting around a lot. But well, now. Being that I I work in the trucking industry, they keep they have an e log, and what it is is essentially an iPad, mm-hmm. but you mash a button. You're required to, and if you don't do it, you get penalized. Flagged. Yes, and you're like some some places have their trucks linked to your your e log. And it won't start. And it won't start. Okay. I'm well aware well, of that. All right. Well, you, you got to mash that button. And you have a certain amount of time that you drive, then you have a certain amount of time that you have to take a break, a lunch, another break, and then uh, the you E-log, have a few That more. E-log will cut you off. Yes. And it will disable you. Yeah. And you, there's like no way of getting around it no. now. 
So, but what's scary? I'll, I'll put this in your ear. It's like that industry, truck driving, mm-hmm. being a professional driver, so to speak. It's a lost art nowadays. It's going out of the window. Yeah, it's going to be replaced by robots, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they already got those other. That will leave twenty two percent of our workforce in America without a job. Oh yeah, and so you better learn to be the you, guy that fixes that. And so they break down. Boom. I just go in the woods. Moving on. Y'all never asked me the movies that messed me up when I was little. What's the Y'all movie got, messed you up, What's Kyle? the movie that messed Y'all you up, Child's Play over here and Jeepers Creeper over here. Yeah. I'm a little bit older. I did the Puppet Master when I was six. Puppet Master was pretty cool. I ain't yeah. Lie. But Chucky was cool. I was old enough at seven or whatever. And Chucky's like, yeah, I could drop kick him. But uh, Silence of the Lambs changed the game for me. Cannibalism. Yeah, but you weren't a kid when you saw that. You was probably... Silence of the Lambs came out like probably, probably 93 13, or 94. 14. I was like 10 or 11. You saw it at 10 or 11? It may be 13. Good Lord, man. That's young. See, Cannibalism? I've seen, I've seen all the horror movies that were like Jason and stuff when I was like six. That's a slasher thriller. That's nothing. Slasher thriller. I mean, I, like, so honestly, I mean, I'll be realistic with you, man. It's like the people like really like get freaked out by that. I remember like by who? the Freddy like, or Jason or somebody. Yeah, uh, it never no. messed me up. Michael, when I, was little. I wouldn't think so. I was like, that's just fun. We're just yeah. having fun. You got freaked out by Chucky. You got freaked out by Jeepers Creepers. The same thing. But Chucky, you can, you can, you can. I don't know, Jeepers Creepers freaks out. Silas Lamb's like, this could happen. Chucky, this person could can, eat a pig. You can portray a towards an actual doll, though. I mean, it, it kind of demonic is crap ways could happen that like likes body parts. Man, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, Maybe another it's movie not plausible, but it could. Another movie that could. messed me up. Could that I still haven't finished? Was, was Jacob's Ladder? Jacob's Ladder. I made about 20 minutes in that movie, and they're supposed to make a remake that's coming out this year. Oh Lord, have mercy! I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch the original. It freaked me out. It's the back of a subway. Jacob's ladder. Yeah. It's like Look, a, I, I think, saw that, I think we need to do it. I'll but do hereditary if you'll do that. Two two more movies. Where? All right. Is that two. something? Is that Josh has to be here? Two more movies. He has to do it all. I think it's gonna be boring because it's so old, and I'll be like, why was I scared of this? I just remember a freaky scene on the back of a subway. A, a demon guy. The main character was looking at it at the back of the subway. Mm. Two more movies that are legit. Now, granted, they ain't got the most scare factor to it, but at the same time, that, you know, are probably realistically The Sixth Sense. Mm. That know, movie's freaky. We're seeing dead people. And, uh,. I just thought of it. Mine's Strangers. Mm-mm. The first time I watched that, I, I watched it in the morning. When I got done, I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch that last night. Got to sit back down. The Angst! I fucking hate it. I can't remember that other movie. Can't remember it. It ain't happening. Lost all train of We gonna remember it by Wednesday. Probably. Yeah, plenty of time. Shoot your boy a text. Shoot me a text. Moving on. Freaking pissed. UFC. There was a card this weekend. 
I think it's UFC 241. 241. Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Daniel Cormier. Boo. So you went and watched it. We didn't. Yep. Let me guide you through it. Beginning card was good. For real? Great fight. No names. It, yeah, I didn't know who they were. But they're always still fun. Sometimes this is the best match of the night. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it was good. It went all the way, and uh, they were beating the hell out of each other. And the guy that thought he was going to win didn't win, and uh, it was a uh, serendipity. Usually the way it goes. Yeah. Moving on. You had Nate Diaz fighting Pettis. Anthony Pettis. So he had now, a belt. No, 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 no. The belt wasn't on the line. It wasn't? No, it was a three-round match. Now, this is Nate Diaz's first time back since 2016. I'm a huge fan of Nate Diaz. Been waiting for his return. And guys, let me ask you this. What do you think about just Nate Diaz versus Pettis? What is your thoughts on that? Like, going in. Do you think that it's like, eh, it'd be a good fight? I thought it would be a great fight because Pettis is strong, man. He's got game. Okay. And I was like, this old school cat, you, maybe his prime's done past him. Like uh, Connor. You know, you think Connor's like, eh, he had his day. He has got a good... Good stand-up. He's a good boxer. He's come a long way in his years of fighting. He's also got great jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Diaz controlled the fight by keeping the fight extremely close. And it was almost like you were... Was he always in the center? boxing. Mm-hmm. Was he on in the inside of the octagon? Not in the clutch. Yeah, he, 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 the he, was, he was the inside forcing the guy outside. Like yes. cornering. Yeah. And let me tell you this, we have Daniel Cormier. Cormier. DC. Boo. Other guy, please. Make Stipe Mioche. One more time. Stipe Mioche. I think that if I make it sound exotic, it sounds From right. Detroit. Firefighter. Would you think that that fight would go the way that it went? I did to do was winning the last fight they had. I didn't see it, but I just heard that he was pretty much winning the rounds, and uh, DC caught him with the hell fist and knocked him out. So round one and two, I would completely give to Cormier. Is that cool? Yeah, Cormier. Now, round three, it got a little bit more lapidaisical. And that's going to get to a fight that I'm going to talk about that happened earlier on the card. And then, round four. Finish him. Cormier was winning. I would say I'd probably give him all three rounds, real talk. And then round four, here come the... Stipe. Stipe. That's all you wanted, son. You didn't need no more. What, he started raining the fist of fury on him? That's the thing about heavyweight. And he got lost. Let me ask you this: Is like, let's say that both of all three of us were weighing two thirty. If I put two thirty into you, to your jaw, how many times do you think you would honestly be able to take that before it was time for you to fall down and say good night? Not me. For them to have the chin for that, and I'm saying light, heavy, and heavy. Now, 
Lightweight is like 130. And I can see them guys, you know, like wrestling around, throwing punches, and not really having a whole lot of effect. And I'm not saying anything bad about a, a lighter fella, but I'm just saying the power just ain't there. But when I watch a light heavy or a heavyweight bout, I'm thinking any minute. Yeah. Any minute. Derek Lewis. This guy's going to drop. And it's going to be like, boom! Derek Lewis, man. That's what happened to him. I mean, it didn't happen to him. He did it. He was getting beaten, just knocked a dude out of, out of nowhere. Remember that? Yeah. It's like Chuck Liddell. He, he getting beat? I thought he pretty much... He damn throw a haymaker from anywhere and knock somebody out. Had some crazy hands. Yeah. And not to mention just where, like, uh, light and heavyweight is going, they're getting more focused on... Styles such as jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai. Getting very technical. Yeah. yeah. And could you imagine a head kick at that weight and what that would feel like? I mean, all of us here, we're sitting at like uh, 210 plus. I'm 199. And then at minus, we're like at 180, right? Yeah, I'm I'm fighting John Jones, Yeah, I think. I'm about to get my temple cut off. And so just picture my like foot. something coming at you at like 265, 234. I think I'd rather fight the lighter guy. I mean, like, I'd rather fight the heavier guys than the lighter guys because they're cardio and stuff to me. Yeah, but some of those guys got outstanding cardio. <laughs> those those heavyweights Look ain't at Nate doing Diaz. the spider monkey stuff, though. Nate Diaz is like a middle welterweight type. Yeah, he's like 150-ish. And that's the thing about their fight. It's like what I would tell you about um, Nate Diaz's fight. It's like I wish it would have went to five rounds because that was a battle. And that oh, was he didn't one, knock him out? That, no, 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 no. No, no, no it, went, it went to decision. Oh, I thought he knocked him out. Nate Diaz won all three rounds. It was unanimous. It was like there was no question. But like I wish it would have went to five rounds because like um, – and the fight before this, we'll have to pull up the name of those fighters. There was a, a little bit of a, a rope-a-dope going on. Remember Muhammad Ali, how he would like bounce off the ropes and be like real energetic? Yeah, he'd like, bounce off the rope and throw a haymaker at you. That's rope-a-dope. And that was being played off the cage with this UFC. And so what do you think about maybe some new styles coming up with the UFC? Maybe there'll be a little My favorite fighter's called the Style Bender. But he doesn't. Use rope-a-dope. No, he may. The next fight, he learns like new stuff every fight. Israel Adesanya. Make you cry like I you don't get stuck in the same, same little boat. Like, you get comfortable. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm decent at this. I'm good at that. It's you lonely know. at the top. You got to always keep on really evolving. And keep on learning. It's all yeah. about the chase, man. Day Once you, you finish it and the meet your you goal, it gets lonely at the get top. Pop, right? Mm-hmm. You lose focus. So focus getting there, and you get there, and like, what do I chase now? Mm-hmm. What do you chase? It's like keeping it. So UFC is dope. Yeah, I mean, UFC that should be all life. Tom Brady's doing it. Deep. Alabama's doing it in football. Balls deep. Clemson's doing it in football. Balls deep. 
I would like to bring up college football with y'all right now. Now, let me give you the parody of this. This is a Bama fan versus two Auburn fans. And we're about to, we are about to hash out. As we sit here tonight, we're two weeks away from fair play. From where schools will start, actually begin playing their schedules. We're one week away from Miami versus Florida. That's next Saturday. Dan Mullins versus not This is going to be past that when it comes out. It's no uh, Mark Rick anymore. It's, uh, what's his name? Manny, Manny Diaz? Manny Diaz. And so. He was the defense coordinator for. What I want to ask you, being outnumbered here, is like, give me SEC play, guys. Because that's the only football that actually matters. That's going to be, they're going to be in the playoffs. We understand Big Ten. Uh, Pac-12, ACC. We understand all that. Let's break down. I to get in there. I like Mike Leach. Let's break down the SEC. And specifically, let's focus on the West. Okay. Now, going out, Alabama starts off their season with You're going to be bored for like the first five games. Auburn starts off with Oregon. Now, week two, Texas A&M plays Clemson. What are we to make? At Clemson. At Clemson. What are we to make of SEC this time? What are we thinking? That A&M Clemson game is going to be good. I'll go ahead and tell you that. It's going to be the game of the week. Yeah, that's because. Will that be on CBS? Who knows? Auburn's primetime. That's where game day's at. Shout out. Dally. Dallas. Jerry World. Auburn versus Oregon. Who you got, Allen? One, two, three, go. Oregon, Oregon? Mm hmm. Auburn. I'm Auburn, too. I'm, I think I mean, Josh Auburn. Why? Ooh, we're so confident, and us Auburn Why? fans don't do that. Why? I think. Why? Because Auburn's just my team. No, you usually like most Auburn fans and expect the worst, though. I mean, but uh, you're like me, though. I, what, 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 let what, me what, tell you, as, I, as an Alabama fan, let me tell you why I like Auburn. I don't know much about Oregon. I like Auburn's offensive line. It's my the most experienced in the SEC. They got five seniors. Well, Oregon Boom. ain't about hard-nosed football, though. And that's another thing I'm they about to bring up right now. They don't know about hard-nosed football. It's like, although They're Auburn awesome is not most experienced, they have two returning that is extremely experienced. Yeah. Their defensive line is the Defensive line is like yeah. one of the best in the country, yeah. if not the now, best. Their middle is also good, and their corners and safeties are also good. The and defense so, is stacked. The defense for Auburn looks stacked, and I hope – and this is the Can way that an Auburn football though? season will it's flow. The, it's the I'm telling you, Kirk Herbstreet will call out Auburn and say that Auburn's a team to watch for, and everybody will blow it off. Now, everybody knows that when Auburn and Mississippi State play, that is how you rank Auburn's season. Oh, you going that way, huh? What I say? If State, Auburn State's the gatekeeper, if State is the gatekeeper, if Auburn beats State, I'll Good give season. you this. They could win the West. If they're because undefeated, I'm tell you this, they beat State. Bama does not face their true opponent until week six. They'll play a and Yeah. It's October 12th, I think. I looked at it. Work. Cupcake, 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 A&M. Now, they go to A&M. 
They got to face the 12th man. man. It's, it's going to be tough. Tell me about this season. Auburn also plays Georgia, but they have Georgia at home. Now, let me tell you something about Auburn. Auburn also has Georgia, then they turn around and play Alabama at home. They play to a cupcake me, in between. Auburn, yeah, they got a they got a week off. Auburn has been the toughest place to play in the SEC and possibly the entire country for the past five years, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and they hold like eighty nine thousand. That is why I'm telling you that Auburn is a team. If there is a year to where Auburn could run with Bo Nix, and by the way, Bo Nix won't even start. He's going to start, dude. He's winning. He's I getting more first-team snaps right now. I'm thinking Bo Nix was coming in at week three. Bo Nix. They're both going to play the first game. And he fits the spread offense of Auburn, and Bo Nix could turn everything around. I'm telling you, the team to watch out for, it's not Bama. Bama will do what they always do. Always Bama always will always. dominate. Yeah. But I'm telling you, there will be an upset. There, will, There's at least two. If Bama's not careful, it's Texas A&M, and at the very end, it will be Auburn. Well, the thing about those two And then teams, the SEC West will be beating itself up, and I think it'll be a round-robin. So you got Auburn going undefeated? No, no. I'm, th- I'm bringing the LSU going- into this pool. Well, the thing about Alabama. Where do they play? They play at LSU and ain't won there since like 2002 or something. I'm, I got, I got, Playing I Baton got. Rouge. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, LSU, the West is going to be the wild, wild West. The East, look, it's really it's Dan Mullins, Florida, versus Kirby's, Georgia. Tennessee. And I got Tennessee bad news Jimmy for Pruitt Georgia because, look, I'm not impressed. Kentucky? By all of all the recruiting that Georgia's done, I think that Florida, with Dan Mullins, with a quarterback. He's a quarterback whisperer. He can beat Kirby Smart, no problem. And that the East, you will be facing Florida instead of Georgia this season. I'm telling you, we're about to have a wild, wild West in the SEC. I don't know who's coming out of the West. As an Auburn fan, can I tell you what gets me hyped, but it's still kind of sketchy? It's like uh, they got some of the fastest. They're like Oregon back in the day five years ago. With wide receiver speed and one running back. It's a receiver and a running back that didn't participate in the spring training because they ran track. Sean Shivers, Schwartz, he's he's not going to make the Oregon game. He's having hand surgery right now. Not right now. He's already over with, but he's got to recover. And plus, two seniors coming, coming back from injuries from last year. Eli Stove. And Will Hastings. So they're keeping them out of practice. It makes me a little scared. Like, why do they keep them out of practice? But I think they're just, I think Gus is just like, I don't want to take the risk. These are game changers. Huh? Auburn's injury prone, anyhow. I know, that's what I'm just saying. They they need those receivers to make, they ain't going to have Anthony Schwartz, Oregon game in Dally. But they they need those rest of those three. I'm going to you. Your spread offense is good until you get to Bama. But it misses Bama I too. Believe, I seen Nick Marshall take off in 2014 in the kick Alabama, six game in the first biggest, quarter. Their they biggest played weakness, them so hard. Bama will do their that biggest again. weakness is a they're, dual threat quarterback. Okay, 
You're absolutely I, right. I, I let's let's think last year. Oh, uh, Clemson? Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to argue that. Trevor like Lawrence Auburn, ain't no true dude. Auburn, when they had Is he? a good quarterback. No, Trevor? No. He can be. It's like in that Jared he didn't have category. to. He didn't have to be. He's so dangerous with his arm, he makes room. A quarterback like that also needs a good running back that can block. That's what's the the art of football. A dual threat quarterback. A running back needs to block like a mug, too. You know what I mean? Trevor Lawrence picked Alabama apart like it wasn't anything. That was my favorite game last year. I imagine so. This homie right here got to go. Signing out. Signing out. Tweet, tweet. Yeah, I'm signing out. It was good to sit with y'all. The real and only. The one and only. The real one. The hung juror of movie reviews. Tweet. Tweet. He going out in. 12 gauge with a shouty. Enjoy it. Hail Mary. (laughs) Come with me. Peace now. Peace. Nice. What do you see about? In close. Let's walk this thing out the door. Cobb? Walk it out. But let, 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 let's walk it out. Wasn't that a rap song back in like 2008? Absolutely. Let me see that shoulder lean, that shoulder throw lean. Throw me back, throw me back. I don't know, it's a garbage rap era where everything was a dance song. Ah. Mm. Was, that was y'all's, your fault, mainly. Thanks. It's been another episode of Porch Talk. I mean, I had gangster rap. Getting out of here. It's all Alan's fault for rap. Peace hey. Out. No. I'm not done. Okay. Alright, I'm done. See you later. Alright, we're out. This has been another episode of Porch Talk. Out. I'm your new host. Cobberstone, the one with the phone. I don't know what went wrong. Game of Thrones. Hello. Brother Allen. Yes. It's been another episode. Mm-mm. Uh, oh, snap. I just got a, tw- a, a text message from Tweet. Uh, uh. He remembered the second movie he was trying forever to remember. It was The Poltergeist. Have you ever seen that film, Alan? No. You've never seen the poultry guys? No. It's from the 80s. It was before he was born. But it came from nightmares. I watched it a lot when I was little. It came on TBS a lot through my childhood. It's a, uh, you know the, you ever watch that show, The Coach? Yeah. You know that, that movie star, the main actor, the dude? Yeah. Well, he was in poultry guys. You've seen poultry guys? This house is clear now. I've never seen that. I have exorcised the demons. You never seen Poltergeist? It's where they uh, a family buys a house, but it's haunted because it's very it is uh, built on Indian burial ground. Mm. So the demons rise from there. Mm. Uh, Caroline. Caroline. But anyway, that was his second movie. I, I just wanted everybody to know. He was trying to think it forever, and he just recently texted me, Poltergeist and Sixth Sense. Uh, ghost creep him out, I guess. 
regular people creep me out that stalk me at three in the morning with Damn. knives. So go ahead and end this up. Get out of here. Been another episode of Porch Talk. 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 Put a little, little news and notes. Alright guys, as always, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever podcast app it is that you listen to on. Subscribe, tell a friend, share it on your social media. Next time you're having an actual conversation with another human being. If you're having a conversation about podcasting, bring Porch Talk up. Or bring Farrell Gibbs Unhand the Monster. That's another good one. That's from Mobile. Give you a better scoop on UFC 241. Back to Diaz's fight with Pettis. Uh, Diaz done a fine job of keeping it close. There was a lot of dirty boxing, a lot of clinch game. There were knees, uh, uppercuts. There was a bit of a ground game that was fairly split. Both sides looked good, Pettis and Diaz, as far as working from the bottom and from the top. Uh, I give the edge to Diaz, along with his on-the-feet game. That's obviously why he won. It went to three rounds. To its entirety, Diaz won by unanimous decision. I thought it could have been five, and um, Diaz probably would have got the KO, TKO, or chokeout. Uh, with DC, DC, there were four rounds. I thought DC won the first three and the four with light heavyweight or heavyweight. I always think it comes down to this uh, fact that we're throwing 240-pound haymakers and that anybody could drop at any possible second. That's just kind of what happened in uh, the fourth round. He got knocked out. Talks of him retiring. Maybe so. Moving on with college football. Um, Bama fan here. Um, I do believe that Bama does not have anything going on until week six. Um, there has a, There's a lot to be figured out uh, on the quarterback position mainly um discouraged by the quarterback's stats versus a top 10 defense versus anybody else in the league it's astronomically different it looks awful so i'm excited to see him and you won't see anything from him until week six when he plays a&m unfortunately and so that may be the game that determines a lot for alabama when they go to college station to play texas a&m in the 12th man they get past that, next test will be Auburn at Auburn. That's a tough place to play. It's been that way for five seasons. Nobody gets as crazy as uh, the Plains right now, in my opinion. LSU, they're going to shock a lot of people. They're going to be very good. Texas A&M, I would not be surprised if they upset Clemson in week two. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to hit a sophomore slump. I think everybody has tape and everybody knows how to beat him. I don't think that... Uh, what he done last season will um, hold to the same standard as it is this time around. Auburn, Mississippi State will be your gatekeeper. You get past that. I'll have a lot of faith. I don't have any problem with believing that you'll beat Oregon and that uh, the season will begin to progress. And the sooner that Bo Nix gets uh, the starting quarterback position, the sooner I see it looking up. Because... I think Bama has the best receiving core in the country, but I would say Auburn has two of the fastest receivers in the league, and with the spread and with someone like Bo Nix, that could be extremely dangerous. In the East, I see Florida winning. I think that Florida will beat Georgia. I think with all of Kirby's recruiting, 
Um, tell the tape is as successful as Kirby has been, I do not think that uh, his coaching is as good as his recruiting. And I think that someone like Dan Mullins, who is a quarterback whisperer, will destroy him. And I think uh, we'll start to see that this season. And it's only Mullins' second season at Florida. Could be dead wrong. It doesn't matter, though. The West is going to prevail. Everything out of the West is better than the East. Outside, Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, uh, that'll be a good runaround. I imagine that Ohio State will come out on top, maybe Michigan State. I don't know what's going on with Michigan. It always seems like they're going to do a lot of good, but they never really come through. Pac-12, Washington, Oregon. Oregon, you got plenty of time to recover from what's going to happen to you on week one. Washington will probably still come out on top. Scientology. Uh, Big 12. You have Oklahoma or Texas. Jalen Hurts got the starting job at Oklahoma. I have a lot of faith in Oklahoma this season, but I also have a lot of faith in Texas. And so they'll meet in the Red River Shootout. Whoever wins there will probably lose the conference because they're not divided north, south, east, west. It's the best two records at the end of the season and I believe that Texas and Oklahoma will have the two best records and it would almost be preferable to lose the Red River shootout because it's hard to beat the same team twice now moving on to notes to close out the show since it's all been about the spooky stories you should tell in the dark I would like to share a murder ballad with you by the Mulligan Brothers written by Ross Newell song called Cecilia I'm getting out of here Peace out.
inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.